Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. The letter of Hebrews is very Christ-centered. This is clearly seen in the opening chapters of the letter. Today on Drawing Near, we move into chapter 3. The writer, inspired by the Holy Spirit, urges his readers to consider Jesus and the truths that are being declared about him. I encourage you to take your Bible and open it to Hebrews chapter 3 and join me as we study Jesus' glorious superior. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we come to you today, we come humbly acknowledging our need for your grace and mercy in our lives. And we're thankful that you're rich, exceedingly rich, in grace and mercy. Father, thank you for your compassion, your patience, because we are in desperate need of your patience. We are but flesh, we are but dust, and you know that. And Father, we ask that you'd work in our hearts and our lives to help us to deal with sin and all of those things that cause us to struggle, our doubts, our fears, our critical spirits and nature. Father, whatever it is within us, help us, Father, to be the people you want us to be. Give us understanding, and also, Father, help us to walk in your Spirit. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin our study today by reading Hebrews chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. The writer begins this passage of Scripture by referring back to the Scripture we've previously studied. Based on the Lord Jesus Christ's grace and mercy in giving himself to die on the cross to pay for our sins, he says, Therefore, based on that, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus. He calls us holy brethren. That's an important thing to consider. Now, certainly you understand that through faith in Jesus Christ, we are adopted into God's family, and we are the brothers and sisters of the Lord Jesus Christ, and therefore brothers and sisters of one another. I am a brother, you are a brother or a sister to all believers everywhere. We are a part of a family of God, and there's an intimacy in this reference. Therefore, brethren, therefore people who are close to me, who are close to the Lord Jesus Christ, who call God the Father. We have a union together, a fellowship together, because of our mutual faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are holy. We are made holy by the sanctifying work of Jesus Christ, His Holy Spirit, and the Word of God. We are cleansed through the receiving of God's Word. That's what Jesus points out when He washes the disciples' feet. We need to understand we are holy in Christ Jesus, and we are brethren. We are brothers and sisters in Christ together. And he says we are also partakers of the heavenly calling. We have been called heavenward, but it is also a calling that comes down from heaven that calls us into a relationship with God. It's a heavenly calling, and it comes from God himself. He says, therefore, holy brethren, partakers of this heavenly calling, consider, think on, 
ponder, weigh out the apostle and high priest of our confession. Jesus is uniquely called here the apostle. He is the sent one of God. He has been sent from heaven to us, to the inhabitants of this planet, and he is our high priest. The word apostle simply means to be sent, and Jesus was sent, and he is our high priest. Now, for many of us as Gentile Christians, we don't appreciate much of what's going on here. We have a learned appreciation, but for the Jewish believer, they really had a greater understanding of what it is to be a high priest. They recognized that position as very, very revered and honored as a special position before the Lord God on behalf of the people of Israel. They also understood, as we're going to see a little bit later, the relationship of Moses to the people of God. We as Gentiles need to work very, very hard to try to study God's Word, the Old Testament, and understand these things so that we can have a greater appreciation for the Lord Jesus Christ, who He is, and what He has done. And so He is the Apostle and High Priest of our confession. What's our confession? Our confession is that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. Our confession is Jesus Christ has come down from heaven and died on the cross, resurrecting from the grave to save us from our sins and to free us from the bondages that sin has imposed upon us. Our confession is that God is great in grace and mercy and love toward us in all of these things, that he has blessed us in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and on and on and on. But our confession centers on the Lord Jesus Christ through accepting the gospel made known to us through the preaching of God's word and the confirmation of the Holy Spirit in our hearts and lives. He is the apostle and high priest of our confession. He is Christ Jesus. He is Jesus the Messiah. In verse 2, we're told, he was faithful to him who appointed him. Jesus was faithful to the Lord God who appointed him as the apostle and the high priest. He was faithful as Moses also was in all his house. Now, Moses was called of God, set apart by God, brought along by God, that he might work as a shepherd and as a legislator, so to speak, among Israel. And Moses was faithful in all his house. Verse 3 says, For this one, Jesus, has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. And that's where we struggle as Gentiles. Because Moses was worthy among the Israelites of great glory. He is to be highly esteemed. The law came through Moses. God worked through Moses to deliver Israel from bondage to Egypt and to help them establish and enter into the promised land. But Jesus, this one, has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. And we could focus here the rest of our time easily. Jesus is the one who has built the house. Jesus is creator. We've seen that in the first two chapters. We see that throughout the scripture. All things were made, created for Jesus. He is the one who has built the house, the house of God, the house of Israel, the house of the church. And he who built the house, Jesus, has more honor than the house itself. Verse 4, for every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God, and Jesus is God. We saw that again in chapters 1 and 2. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant. 
He did this for a testimony of those things which would be spoken later. In other words, Moses was faithful in all his house as a servant, as a slave, and he did this for all of the things that were prophesied, all of the things that were coming afterward. Verse 6, but Christ as a son. Jesus isn't faithful as a servant. Jesus is faithful as a son. And in Israel's culture, a son is much higher than a servant. The prodigal son, when he returned, asked his father if he could just be one of his servants. But the father restored to him his sonship. Christ is faithful as a son over his house. And it says whose house we are, the people of God. We're the house of Christ. We're the house that Christ built. Whose house we are, if we hold fast, the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm to the end. We are the house. And Jesus is worthy of more glory than Moses. Jesus is God's son, not simply a servant. But he came as God's servant on our behalf as an apostle and high priest of our confession so that he might save us and build us up into a glorious house, the church. What an amazing thing. What a thing to think on. We are to consider these things. We are being asked by the writer of Hebrews to think on the Lord Jesus Christ, all he is, all he has done so that we might glorify and honor and revere him and serve him faithfully. That's what we're being called to do. And we're going to see that in the next passage. I encourage you to spend time regularly thinking on Jesus, considering what Scripture says about Jesus. Look for Jesus in the Scriptures. Focus on what is said about Jesus in the Scriptures, and especially as we go through this study together. Father in heaven, thank you for this passage. Thank you for all that you tell us about your son, Jesus Christ, and all that you make known to us about you and the Holy Spirit. Help us, Father, to be God-centered in our thinking and in our living. Help us, Father, to consider all of the things that you tell us, especially those things about the Lord Jesus Christ, and guide us into the way everlasting. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.